everybody. Um, we're going to do one of our episodes today, but before we start, some very unfortunate news. Um, Pat Patton passed away this morning. Yes, he did, unfortunately. I never really knew much of his work, but, you know, ton of respect for him. And uh, sad to hear he passed away. Me too. Uh, you know, we we're going to do this album review. We're still going to do it. It just felt weird to do it without acknowledging what happened. So we just want to do that first. But, um, yeah, I don't uh, transition away from him. Yeah. Let's you know, go down to his family members and um, his friends and whatnot. You know, it's really sad news. It is, yeah. Never want to lose, you know, somebody. Yeah, especially in 2020. 2020 has been shit thus far, you know. So, Pat Patterson, rest in peace, Pat Patterson. Yes, rest in peace. And uh, it's really weird to transition away from something like this. I'm just going to leave that job to you, and hopefully uh, you'll figure it out. Transition. All right. Uh, my name is Vincent. And my name is Chris, and uh, that was certainly a transition. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, so here's the story behind this episode, right? Um. As I told you guys yesterday, you know, uh, we won't be doing an episode of Dynamite tomorrow because it's my mom's birthday. I won't be around to do the review. So we decided, you know, bonus episode, another album review. Since you guys seen the love of those, we're doing the really originals from 2004. <laughs> yeah, we are. We were doing a 2004 album review and uh, it was an 16. album for sure. It definitely was. We're 16 years late, but we're going to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, okay, I was only born in 2002, right? So this came out in 2004. I would have been two years old. Um, so I'm not sure if I could have done an album review then, but yeah. Opt out of the room talking about it, you know. There's actually one music video from this album, actually. Oh, Basic Thugonomics? Oh, there, that might be a music video, too. I guess there would be two then. Uh, Rain Mysterio has a music video. It's like one of the worst songs in the album. It really is. I don't. I don't. People were actually bumping that shit. That's what I got from the comments section. They said I was bumping this in my room back in the day when I was a wee, wee little boy. I was like, oh, that's sad. Listen, man, if I catch anybody bumping, why can't we just dance by Stacey Keebler? Oh my have some god! Words. We'll talk about this. We'll talk about this. Oh god, <laughs> terrible. Jesus. Okay, look. So this is seventeen songs, but not really. It's actually just thirteen, or. 12 because you're gonna take away five things because like five of these things are stone cold arguing with jim johnson and uh okay i guess we, can we get that out of the way now i guess sure uh, so, so um, stone cold listed on this album as being on the album which he is yeah that's definitely like correct in all the skits and the skits are supposed to build up to him finally making a song except he doesn't have a song on the album i'm <laughs> assuming yeah, I'm assuming at the end what that segment's supposed to be is he says, oh, it's time to sing. And then he hits the wrong button. I'm assuming that's what that is. I assume so. Uh, oof. You know. Um, promoting you know, Stone Cold to be an artist on this album was not the best it's idea. Technically, technically, it's true. He is here, just not singing. So if you're here for that, and I'm sorry. Allegedly, allegedly, he played the guitar at some point. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Well, we all know that was Jim, but uh, yeah. I mean, hey, who knows, man? You know. Yeah, who knows if he 
he had the guitar skills. He said, I got to warm up my fingers real quick. And he just fucking did a major guitar solo. I think what you're saying is we all know it was him because we all know Stone Cold's greatest guitar player of all time. He could have done better. I think what happened is, you know, he said he was too busy drinking beers, you know, going back to Steve Weiser's, just, you know, not ready to go. So yeah, Jim, and, Jim and him are arguing, they're bickering back and forth throughout this album until um, just basically about writing the song, you know. Uh, Jim Johnson picked up his lyrics at some point during the skits, and he didn't like that at all. You know, then he was trying to get Jim to drink, and some for some reason Jim did not want to drink. He, wanted, he didn't feel like it. So uh, he got assaulted. So yeah, let's go by the skit by Gary. Number one. Yes. The, first, the first thing on this album, the first Stone Cold skit, he um, shows up at the studio. He's mad because, you know what, they didn't get his beer that he wanted. And, you know, he's like, you know what, I'm a little mad, but that's all right. It could happen to anybody. And he, then he says, you know, I wanted it hard and heavy. Did you get me hard and heavy? No, first of all, pause on that one. But then, you know, Stone Cold hears me. It's not what he wanted. He gets upset. And that's the first one, right? I thought it sounded pretty nice, though. I thought it sounded pretty good. It sounded nice. It's not what Stone Cold asked for, apparently. He wants that hard and heavy. You know what I'm saying? So He wants a metal feel. That's what he was looking for. I don't know why he didn't just say that. I don't know why either. He was just like, that's not hard enough, man. It's not heavy. We are like, man, that's pretty weird, but okay. I don't know why you're saying that. Okay. And then you, then you get to uh, Did You Feel It? Segment 2. Uh, very unfortunate title for the hard and heavy, you know. And uh, here is where Stone Cold, like you said, allegedly plays a guitar. Are you and, feeling uh, it now, Jim Johnston? You feeling it, Mr. Jim? You feeling it? You feeling it now, Mr. Jim? And he, he still wasn't. He couldn't get it right. And he plays something afterwards a little bit better. And Stone Cold goes, now you're getting it. You're starting to feel like it. And that's the end of the segment there. Yeah. Then we get to the third part, which is you change the lyrics, where Stone Cold yells at Jim Johnson for changing the lyrics. Apparently, Jim uh, changed the lyrics so that it wasn't even uh, Stone Cold's words anymore, is what Stone Cold alleges. And Jim said, no, it's not what I did. It's, it's, I just revised them a little bit. So as a matter of fact, I think it's exactly what Stone Cold was saying. Stone Cold's not having it. Yeah, exactly. Then we get to Just Drink Your Beer, segment four. And uh, this is where he's like, Stone Cold's like, "Look, I want a beer. You're gonna, you're gonna drink a beer too." And then Jim Johnston, he's had enough. He's super pissed off. Like, I won't drink that beer. So Stone Cold assaults him. Yes, he assaulted my man's Jim. He fell to the ground. And uh, you want to tell them what happens in the next segment? Yeah, next segment, the last one. This is how the album ends, by the way. With segment five, don't that taste good? It's a weird title. But they they really did go all out on this album. So what they're insinuating here is Stone Cold is beating Jim Johnson unconscious. And then he just takes the beer, he pours it on Jim, and he's going, man, it's going to be a lot easier. You're going to drink that with your mouth, but you had to do it this way. This is on you, pal. And then it's like, you know what? Now I feel like singing. And then he hits the wrong button, and then the album ends. Yeah. Uh, they really blue-balled everybody, and uh, that's about it. They didn't. That's the right phrasing for the fact that we didn't get to hear Stone Cold's hard and heavy song. We wanted to hear that song, man. The guitar riffs are going to be out of control. It's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. It's going to be the best song of all time. 
surprisingly, the, some of the musical artists on this didn't even deliver. Like that, they were actually like artists in real life. They didn't deliver, and we'll get to those. Yeah. Well, let's have a one that decently surprised me. It's one of the ones I didn't see coming. We've had enough. The first actual song on this album by a Dudley Voice. Oof. I liked it, man. This I is really liked. Yeah, I really, really liked it. I would actually probably bump this if it wasn't a uh, WWE weird song. But uh, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty good song. I liked it, man. Hard you know, heavy beat, you know what I'm saying. And um, the drums hit hard. Um, there was different little switch ups in the beat, uh, instrumental, whatever. And they actually had a good delivery. Like both of them had good delivery. So yeah, tell man that the plaid shirt and glasses is doing you a lot of favors with the vocabulary. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm wearing a plaid shirt and glasses right now, guys. To get me in the mood for the music critic uh, mood. So we'll nice. see what happens. Either a music critic or a hipster from Seattle. Who knows? Yeah, either or. Next up, number three, I Just Want You by Trish Stratus. She's simping here. I just want you. Oof. So it, basically the gist of this song is, uh, it's like when you write a note for like, like a boy you like or whatever on like a post-it note or something, and you like stick to his locker, and that's what this was. On the start talk, she's like, hey, I know it's late, but I got to call you just to tell you this stuff. And then it ends, and she's like, hey, I know it's late. And, you know, I'm just like, man, why don't you call him earlier and see what happens? Yeah. Hey, you know, I, I know it's late. Well, just call him earlier, you dumbass. Come on, bro. God damn Come on. I just want you, and I can't hide. Wait, well, you no, know I just don't want to listen to this album ever again. That's what I want. Uh, what was one of the fucking lines in the chorus here, bro? It was just super desperate, the chorus itself. Uh, you saw for time. I'm going to go on Genius and look this up, actually. All right, cool. Uh, um, yeah, super desperate song here. Like I just said, I gave a 2004 reference for everybody. When I mean, you actually had lockers and stuff. Uh, probably, I don't know. I was born in 2002. Anyway, yeah. Going back to the Dudley Boys, I don't think we talked enough about that, bro. They fucking hit, bro. Especially Devon. Devon killed it with the lyrics on that one, man. Just fucking way better than uh, Bubba, of course. And uh, yeah. Kind of surprised me a little bit how good it was. I was actually bumping this before we started the podcast. So. I but pulled I'm it not, up. Not I got it. Because it was, it's bad. Okay, cool. All right. So I think what you're talking about is the part where she goes, I just want you. There's no denying. I just want you hiding. I just want you. Do you want me? Yes. Do you want me? It's a fantastic. Sounds just like her. She was just really fucking, she was questioning everything. She was like, well, well do you want me? If you ever, you. Uh, if you ever want to feel like Trish Rice is just simping over you, you know, just listen to this. And I can't say you'll enjoy it because it's not a good song, but you know. Yeah, yeah it was pretty, um, I didn't really like it that much. I'm just going to say that. Uh, bad song. Next up, Crossing Borders for Harry Mysterio. Uh, I, I Carlo, uh, of course, yes. And um, I don't know, it was. The delivery on this was awkward. That's what I'll say about it. Like, he could have had great delivery, but it was just super fucking awkward. Actually, the songs on this album, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, this is a really good beat. I feel like if, you know, got someone who's actually a good singer, it could have been really solid. This was actually one of those. In this case, rapper. Uh, yeah. The instrumental was fucking good. Like, it was a good instrumental, a uh, good Latino vibe, you know? Uh, like I said, the title was racist, you know? And I guess yeah, that's the true. Book. Not the hook, because he made it more like motivation. 
but uh, yeah, it sounded like Ray didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there, and surprisingly, people listen to this. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I just feel like he he didn't deliver. Um, he didn't deliver his lyrics very confidently. It's um, it's a big theme on this album. The lyric three is a problem. That's but the hook. He fucked up the hook too, I believe, with the delivery and whatnot. So yeah, basically, what I'm saying it was just an awkward song. It really didn't uh, didn't do much for me. It felt like Ray didn't want to be there, and he's like, "Man, I'll do one take, and that's it." You know, and Jim was like, "Okay, fine, whatever. I need this on the album." I kind of want to go over the track kind of listing here because the yeah. intro, track, which was the Dudley Boys, would it fit the intro? It was a good intro, you know. But then yeah. it went far down with the Trish Stratus one, which is a bad move there. Put that there. You should have maybe put this one after the Dudley Boys one, and then put the Trish Stratus one if you want. Yeah. In my opinion, get rid of that one in general. But. In my opinion, this whole album is terrible up until Basic Thugonomics. You know, that's the last song. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess we can. Yeah, we're done with this, right? We can move on. We got to the Cross Boy, man. And uh, next up, when I was very disappointed by "Can You Dig It" by Booker T. Eesh. Um, childish lyrics here. Um, not even childish. Sometimes you just started making noises. <laughs> Sometimes you just started making random ass noises, and uh, he was just like, "What?" What can you dig it, huh? Yeah, you're uh, just saying lines in the let me see if I can find some of these things to read to you. It was the most Booker T shit I ever heard, but uh it's it's great meme material, but just not a great song. Uh you want me to read verse two? <laughs> I think the next song after this is probably the most meme material, but yeah, read verse two from this song. Five times the champ, more than more than man. Scuffle with me, not a good plan. Gotta show the world a better way for the youth. All yeah, eyes on me. He was trying to preach to the youth this whole entire song. He was like, I am the guy that would go and talk to your schools. I believe that was one of the lyrics. Can you find that one? Uh, let's see. Like, I can, um, I'm the type to uh, talk at your school, I believe was the lyric. Don't be fooled because you burst. Booker T, the type to come speak at your school. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's what he said. Why is this actually in there? I don't know. He's so motivational, this Booker T. Look, man, listen, okay? Listen to this, okay? Booker, you put it down, man. Simple as that. Booker ain't hating, ain't this and a thing. More, no more drama in life. Feel the vibe I bring. He's so fucking... He's like in peace right now. That's what he is. He's a hippie. In this, this, this was not what I was looking for from Booker T. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, like I said, meme-worthy with the school line or whatever. But uh, that's about it. The funny part is, I didn't even know what I was looking for from this, but it definitely wasn't this song that we actually got. Definitely not this. Yeah, I thought it was going to be something, uh, I don't know, they could have produced it more, that's for sure. I think he sums up the main point of what the song is about in verse 5, where the first line is, man, this ain't about guns and drugs and the old thugs. This is about making it better for the old cuz. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, you know, that's something. I don't think this. I don't think this song made it better for anybody. But little cuz was not bumping this for sure. Especially some that criticizes guns and drugs. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's kind of corny to me. But uh, yeah, this is a song you throw on like at school, and then the whole squad just it's turns right on you. About for one it. thing. He's right about one thing. He is talking at your school in that case. 
boy. Next up is a song. Teachers pull it out. No, the teachers pull it out. They're like, look at this song from Booker T. He's the type to, you know, talk at the school. You know what I'm saying? He's a very motivational man. He wants to help the youth and, uh, you know, help out the little cuz, you know. It's the type of song you pull out. And as a, as a teacher, right? You're trying to be hip with the kids and you're like, look, I listen to rap. Yeah, yeah. Motivational rap I found. I I know the hip artists like Booker T. Yeah. My my little cuz always bumps Booker T. I know the hip artists like Booker T. You know, you play it for your class, the class boos you because what was that? Hey, bro, what the fuck, teacher? What the what the what the fuck is this? Well, it's That's whack as hell, bro. It's it's an old school rap. Oh god. Jeez. His song I never want to hear again as long as I live. But um Oh, next song. I don't suck really, uh, is the song title. And you know, I think that the point of this song was supposed to be Kurt Angle doing the comedic thing where he's like, I'm better than you at rapping and he's not good at it. Coming no, I think it was coming straight for the haters that chanted that he sucks, as well as what you just said. So yeah. I mean it was funny at points. At points it was funny, at some points not really. Uh if you pull this one up on Genius, that'd be good. Uh, let's see here. Is there any fun lyrics from this one? Some, okay, listen. Uh he he one time he said like you're a flea and I'm a dog, which um fleas really do attack me. They do they be, really be do attacking dogs. That's what I'm gonna say about that. I'm not sure if that's the best comparison there, but uh okay. I think the risky as well as as well as the, I think the riskiest line, I'm not sure if you want to say this. Yes, I will say the it, actually. Rapper, I have it right here. That's what I was getting to, yeah. It says, only white rapper in tune with the brothers. Hello, Johnny. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Pull up the Snoop Dogg thing. Yeah, man, what the fuck? This is certainly something. Oh, God. It was supposed to be comedic. It was supposed to be ironic. Didn't turn it, it was cringy, it was a bit cringy at points, and uh, such as that point right there. And uh, yeah, um, would I ever listen to this again? No, no, I wouldn't, but you know, it was entertaining. It was like he, he was really confident with the hook, though. I appreciated the energy, brought here. I don't suck, I don't. He was really into that, it was, you know, certainly something, and that's the whole album. It was certainly something that I just heard. More downs and ups. If you're being said Miller here. Yeah. Man, he answered our question once. You're just gonna fanboy over him the whole time. No, I just I wanted to. It, it makes sense to bring it up here. Okay. All right. Look next up. Downs. Next More up. Things. Okay. Next up, we got "When I Get You Alone" by Lita. Oh, look, okay. there's no way around this, bro. This whole song was about Lita being horny. Let's be clear. Yeah, she was fucking horny as uh, as a motherfucker. And what I'm going to say is the mixing on this was shit, first of all. It was. I was not feeling this, man. I was not feeling I couldn't understand like part of the shit she was saying because it was so badly mixed. And uh, The lyrics. A bad tune. It, it was bad. It was terrible. I looked up the lyrics because I was like, man, what could she possibly be singing about? And I'm like, no, I was right the first time. She's just really, you know. It's really horny there. Yeah, she really was. Unfortunate. But, uh, she, I mean, it, I, why do the women have to have the horny songs, though? I oh, I mean, no, we'll get to Rikishi later. But, yeah. 
No, we gotta talk about that one actually. I don't wanna talk about it now. Next up, we got, um, because we went over this Stone Cold thing already. You just don't know me at all by Lillian Garcia. Okay, and, I thought that was solid actually. It wasn't bad. It really wasn't bad. It wasn't it for me though. though. Isn't it cheating? Can I have Is a it, singer on here that actually knows how to sing? Not on an album that you want people to buy. All right, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, I'll say it was solid. I would actually, I liked the hook. I liked everything, like mostly. Uh, mixing was fine. It was cool. The instrumental was generic. And uh, that, that was really it, honestly. It was, a, it was a decent song, though. I wouldn't listen to it again, but it was decent. It's like, it's like when she, it's like she tried to go for a metal vibe. So I, I appreciated that. Me too. I haven't heard her on like a metal track or something like that. So that's pretty cool. And she delivered the hook like a, a fucking, she, she did really well. So. Yeah. Um, next up, we get Eddie and Chavo, and this yeah. isn't really. Do you even count this as a song? So they were hollering at chicks the whole time. It was basically a stereotypical, yeah. like Mexican type song, and uh, and then they have the hook, of course, and uh, which is what you'd expect from Chavo and Eddie, and uh, that's really it. Like we really don't have much to say on this one, except the instrumental was generic too. And, they weren't singing at all. Was the instrumental like a remix of their actual theme song, or his actual theme song, Eddie? I'm not sure. I like the instrumental, actually. I thought that was a nice nice part. But then it's just them talking the whole time. There's no actual singing. They're just talking, doing a skit. Yeah, they're music. just basically yelling at chicks the whole time about, like, being in their car or something. So, uh, yeah. It was, um, it's not good. I don't like talking bad about Eddie Guerrero, but look, this was not good. No, not a good... It's not, I mean, was it, okay, compared to the... Uh, yeah, no, it's not a good song. We're just gonna say it's not a good song. Yeah, I don't even know if you want to classify it as a song, but you know, that's up to you. Yeah, don't listen to this. Next up, one that really disappointed me Don't You Wish You Were Me by Chris Jericho. How are you gonna have an actual singer of a band here with the worst line delivery on the album? I just wish you were me. I was like, what yeah. the hell, man? You was... gotta come in on me like that? Oh, I didn't mind that, dude, but the rest of the song is just so awkward. No, that part was awkward as fuck in of itself, right there. When as soon as you open the song with "Don't you wish you were in the worst fucking way possible," as well, like he, he definitely delivered that way better than he did. It was so sped up, like I don't even know. But the whole entire thing was awkward, badly mixed. It was just bad. Be a singer in a band to produce this song. <laughs> I mean, okay, but the reason I say badly mixed is probably because it's it is from 2004, granted, but there is better mixed songs on the actual album, so. Yeah. You listen to the newest Elias album. You'll see that we never learned their lesson about that mixing. By the way, they never, yeah, they never did. But uh, yeah, on this actual album, there's actually better mixed songs. You know, so, uh, but yeah, the hook wasn't good. It was just bad. It was, like, was it better than Sandpaper? I don't know. But yeah, no, this wasn't. This is probably I never heard most of Chris Jericho's songs besides the newest album. I can only imagine that this is probably the worst song he's done. Yeah, same here. This is not, it wasn't good. I mean, you got this artist in Chris Jericho, which I think was doing music at the time, maybe, um, or at least practicing it, possibly. And um, I just don't think that it, it lived up to standards that I expected from the song, from somebody that I knew was a good artist. Uh, he never had the best vocal delivery and still doesn't have the best vocal delivery to this day. But at least, you know, he killed it on Judas and whatnot. So. And his newest songs are pretty good vocally. So. That is true. And uh, next up, we can get to an interesting one at the very least. Put a little ass on it by Rikishi. Ah, uh, okay. So I did like the song. 
because it was what I wanted to hear from Rikishi. Rikishi's uh, actually a good singer. As good as the instrumental, he is. He's fantastic. He's an R&B song. Um, and what ha- the instrumental kicked in, you knew. You, you heard it in your head. You already heard what the mel- melody was going to say in the hook. Yeah. Put a little ass on it, bro. <laughs> Amazing. It was a, I was the a bit scared. part was when he said... Um, I'm going to hold you tight until you stop all that shaking. Uh, what did you say? I'm sorry. That one line, are you talking about one line where he's like, I'm going to hold you tight until you stop all this shaking? I mean, that's also scary. I, I feel like this song was a bit sus. Well, now you very... up, but what were you going to say before I um, got cut you off a bit? I think it was that. But I just didn't. I just said. Okay. Well, in the hook, um, this man says, put a little ass on it like a baby. Like a baby. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> And I, I think he was getting that a baby's butt is smooth or whatever. I knew he was getting it that. Itself strange. Okay. We don't bring that up. But uh, yeah. I knew he was getting that, but like, doesn't mean that you got to put it in there, you know? Yeah. He was like, put a little ass on that baby. Put a little ass on it like a baby, like a baby. It's like, this ah, dude, you don't have to do all that. But. This dude said, put a little ass on it. Feel the smooth. Okay. He did say that. How am I going to get that out of my head? I don't know, but uh, my thoughts, not a bad song. You know, on this album, it's not the worst thing I've heard. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say as well. I, I can honestly say the same thing about this next one. Why can't we just dance? This was absolutely awful. They went for an electronic vibe here. Not I don't care what the they want. Best electronic. I make me, they didn't make me want to dance at all, honestly. Made me want to turn off the song, which is what I did halfway through. That's fair. I should have done the same thing. She has really kept repeating, uh, can we just dance over and over again as the beat got, like, got, I don't even know if it progressed, honestly. It just, it became weird. It and that's really all it was. It was, um, there was just this song, you know, I was at this song, I was like, look, I just gotta get through this so we can get the basic thugonomics. And she I didn't heard- know what she, yeah, me too. It's like she didn't know what she was gonna do when she walked into the booth. And she just said, can I just repeat the same thing over and over again? And also add some, maybe, maybe you can produce this well, maybe possibly. And they didn't even do that for her. So, Nothing about this is good. Yeah. This was an absolute dumpster fire, but we're going to move away from it as fast as we can because we finally get to the best song on this album. One of my favorite wrestling themes of all time, Basic Economics. Ooh, Love it. so good. Just amazing. John Cena, the trademark. It's great. Yeah. Good duo. I don't have one bad word to say about that song. It's just great, you know. It's going to be what it's going to be, you know what I'm saying? And That's not this, this song. Was, this was pretty fucking good. Pretty good. What's your favorite line from that song? Uh, from this song? Mm. I really don't know, honestly. I like the hook. <laughs> I like the hook a lot. Really? Just that one? Uh, I don't really remember many of the lines. Honestly. Not new dead man ink, and we about to make you famous. Oh shit! Kicking in your uh, you're right. You are right. That's that is a line that's really good. So I'll give you that one. Man, I'm looking at um, I'm looking at the genius version. There's so many different things in here that are in the actual song. You see, when fans make your genius page, that's what happens. It clarifies in this song. <laughs> it says, yo, cats couldn't, couldn't come this hot in the summer heat. And right after it come this hot, it clarifies jerking off. That's what he's talking about. Damn. Thank you, genius, for that. Appreciate it. 
Next, <laughs> people over there are genius. Thank you. But yeah, I was just trying to get to this album, not album, this song, ever since the, uh, like two songs before this. So, yeah. I forget like Alzheimer's. That's the line in here. Get forget like Alzheimer's. Two face rappers walk away with four shiners. Yeah. I love this. Interesting. Interesting song. Yeah, uh, very good song. But it probably wasn't the best song on the album. Yes. Yes, yes it was. That's that's all there is. There is no but yeah. after. Can we list the songs that we thought were good? I think the Dudley Boy song were um, was good. I yes. thought the I thought the Lily Garcia song for what it's worth was good. Uh, Rikishi is up there, <laughs> and John Cena is also up there with the trademark. So yeah, yeah, and that's it. Just listen to those songs, nothing else, and you'll be happy. Maybe the Kurt Angle one might be fun for you, but besides that, stay away. That is, yeah, it's really all you need to know about this album. We just broke it down for you piece by piece, broke down some of the lines for all of you, reviewed it. And you can do with it what you will if you want to check out the whole head, but we don't recommend it. That's yeah. a thumbs down. Yeah, easy, yeah. Easy thumbs down. The only song I'd ever listen to again is basically Dugonomics. That's it. I probably everybody has listened to it like a few, many times. So I listened I'll to it, it several again. times. So. I listened to it this morning when I worked out. Listened to it last night. Listened to it while I was doing my schoolwork. It's great. I might put on the Dudley Boy song again. It's just fun. I don't know. I don't know. It's fun, yeah. I don't know how much like longevity that has, you know. Yeah, it doesn't have too much. It's like a, it's, I would say, new metal type deal, but uh, yeah. Right, and um, but uh, Lillian Garcia, I wouldn't replay that. I wouldn't, but it was fine for what it was. Rikishi, so I wouldn't replay that because it's just weird. But uh, yeah, I would replay it in public to see how fast it takes people to um, you know, get rid of me. Just... Playing embarrassing songs in the library, prank. <laughs> yeah, that. How long can I play? Put a little ass on it before the library kicks me out. Yeah. Like a baby, you said, What the fuck's wrong with you? It was Rakeesh. Chris Hansen on this, man. Yeah, that's, that's what would happen. That's what would happen. Chris Hansen would walk in and be like, Huh? Have a seat, but I'm already sitting. Great, you're going to jail. Yeah. Thank you. He could definitely deliver that line way better or just taking that out and just left baby because that's all you needed. But, the last minute and a half of that song, by the way, it's just him saying, put a little ass on it. That's true. Was it even him? Was it his choir boys or whatever? It was both, I think. Okay. But um, It was it was what I expected from Rikishi, So, The bottom line, this is a easy thumbs down for us. But it's thumbs another down. album review from us, so that's something. It's a whole subsection of our channel. We did it again, boys and girls and women and men. We did it again for all of you. And um, I don't think there's anything else we gotta say about this. And uh, yeah, nothing at all. Uh, unless you yeah. wanna get some more thoughts out about the album. Um, no thoughts besides, you know, if you guys have heard this album, what's your favorite song? Do let us know in the comment section down below. Uh, we always love to hear from you guys. And, um, you know, that's really it from us. Just remember, no dynamite review. But we'll be back for SmackDown. If you guys can let us know some recommendations for albums, uh, wrestling-related albums, in the comment section below, it could be from like wrestling artists, like uh, like Jeff Hardy or whatever, and uh, it could be from anybody else, and uh, just WWE in general, TNA, whatever you want. Be completely honest. If we do another one, the next one will most likely be "You Can't See Me" by John Cena. 
Yeah, that's probably going to be the next one. And I have a few more lined up if possible. We'll discuss those. But yeah. All right. Uh, I guess we'll take it away with the plugs, right? Yeah. Uh, so Twitter, um, at WrestleGraps. Same thing on Instagram. Facebook, Wrestle Space Grabs. Of course, uh, space bar in the middle. That's why I said WrestleGraps. And uh, Snapchat will be WrestleGraps all in one uh, word. And my name is the Vincent TXP on Twitter, at the Vincent TXP on Instagram as well. Um, Chris is R521Chris on Twitter, at R521Chris. And uh, please leave a follow, a sub, um, press the like button on YouTube, press the dislike button on YouTube, press the subscribe button if you really enjoyed this and you want to see more content like this. Uh, leave comments down below of what we you know asked and also what you want to give us and you know, related to feedback and whatnot. Uh, press the notification bell on any platform uh, given the opportunity if you want to be notified of all our uploads. Uh, what else? Uh, yes, please rate us on um, on Apple Podcasts. That's very helpful. Five-star reviews only, please, because those help us more than anything else, any other rating. And what else? Uh, please share. Please share the podcast with your friends, your family, everybody, you need, um, everyone you expect would like to listen to us basically uh please do so and uh take it away chris and i will see you on the next one guys you know a special outro but you know see you guys on saturday i guess because that's the next review from us and um you know until then have a good one guys bye